Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle out working the competition while they still sleep. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 is not getting it done if you want to be the next big thing. Success depends on your effort, your hustle, your grind, your ability to earn it, even on the weekend. Today is part three of our five-part series about misunderstood and misused communication and ultimate sales techniques. And we're going to talk a little bit today about sales, but we're going to be more focused on customer service. I am not a great salesperson, but I understand customer service very well. And so let's replace the sales process. Let's replace the, the things that people don't like about a sales process with service, with providing and giving value instead of looking to make that money, instead of going for the jo- for the jugular, instead of going for the throat, instead of going for the clothes. How about you offer value first? We're going to have that conversation today in depth, in detail on the podcast. So here we go. Last week was mass communication. The week before that was marketing, right? So we talked about what marketing is, what it isn't, the difference between marketing and advertising. Last week, we talked about advertising, PR, internal and external communications, all kinds of conveying messages. So with our advertising, with our PR, et cetera, we have attracted attention. We have gained some interest. And then when you're advertising, there's a call to action, which is ultimately trying to get someone into the sales process. Your business has to sell something. Now, it's real easy to understand sales if you're talking about a retail product. It's a little bit harder in a sales thought process to think about services or a brand, self-brand otherwise. But anytime you want someone to do something, you want to invest their time, their money, their attention, their focus, maybe even their reputation to tell other people about what it is that you're offering them, that is a conversion process, taking them from knowing about it, understanding about it, and then acting upon it by investing time, money, effort, etc., Typically, it results in a sale. You have to sell something for your business to to make money. That money then, of course, you have a profit margin built in. That's how you continue on your business. You have to pay for the cost of goods and continue on your business. So if you have done your marketing correctly, if you have correctly advertised yourself to the world, communicated to to the public who you are, what you do, and you are set yourself up with a call to action, you now have to complete that call to action, that transaction. We call it the conversion process. Most people would refer to it as sales. Again, it can be selling anything. It could be selling your brand. It could be selling a product. It could be selling a service. It could be getting people to attend something, etc. But don't get hung up on the idea of sales. The old joke about used car sales, right? No one really wants to be sold anything. Sold as in a verb, actively someone actively working to take your money from you. But instead, even when they need what it is you're providing for them, they want you to provide them value and service. They want you to provide them the opportunity to get what it is they want, not because you need to sell it, but because you're offering something of value that they find a great deal of value in and they're willing to part with their money or their time or their attention, etc. So, What do you do with this attention, attraction, and the call to action you've created? You begin the conversion process. You invite them to to participate you in a business transaction. But before you can do that, we've done marketing. We've understand who our our, our value proposition is, who our audience is. Now we've communicated that to them. Before we actually begin a conversion process, before we can sell anything, the customer service experience starts. 
because the second half of communication is one thing to communicate a message through advertising or some other form of mass communication. But at some point, whether it's a script on a website, a bot, or a real human being, someone has to answer some questions and make available the product or service and essentially ask, do you want to buy this? Do you want to spend your money? Do you want to sign up? Do you want to get tickets? Do you want to join the club? Do you want to be a part of this process? That is the beginning of, com- of customer service. A lot of people will tell you that sales, that's not how I see it. Sales is the conversion process. The beginning of the process is customer service. It then through the process and after. Before, during, and after the sales process is customer service. If you flip the script, if you focus on customer service through the conversion process, the sale will happen. Think about that. If you treat the person as a human being, if you answer their questions, if you communicate to them, you've already attracted them, you already have their attention, you've already begun the conversion process. If you simply treat them the way they wish to be treated and deliver on the value proposition you presented to them, on the thing they think is worth their time or money, that is sales, but it really is customer service if your focus and attitude is on not a singular sale, not a one-time Give me your dollar. Here's the widget. But in a relationship where you meet an expectation created by your advertising, you provide the object or service of value in a way that is beneficial and pleasant to the consumer that makes them want to do it again. Repeatable business. Tell other people about it. Brand evangelism. Or establish your reputation as who you are and what you say you're going to do. So again, before the customer, the customer service action happens before any potential sales. No one wants to be sold anything. No one wants to actively have someone trying to take their money, even if it's something that you want to, to purchase. Remember that attitude. Stop selling actively. Provide customer service and the transaction will happen. So in person, When someone walks into your retail location, they walk onto the car lot, they walk into the place they want to be in. You don't, as as the consumer, you don't want to be met with someone saying, here's how much it is, give me your money. That is very rude. It's not very polite. It doesn't feel like you're in a business relationship. It feels like you are simply a means to an ends for the person so they can get their bonus, so they can get their pay for the day. Maybe they just can get out of there because they met their quota. As the consumer, that doesn't make you feel great. If instead of me trying to immediately sell you something, I'm there to an- answer your questions. I'm there to provide you op- opportunities and options. If I'm there to give you what it is you want or need in order to complete the transaction, then the likelihood of me saying, I want to complete this transaction, feeling good about the transaction, and then repeating that transaction in the future goes way up. So number one, stop selling like a verb. Number one, and and think of it, you would do this face-to-face. If someone walked in, you would try to have a conversation with them, become familiar with them, ask them some questions, make sure you're providing the solution that they need, not the one you want to sell them. But it's the same thing uh, in a casual meeting out in the in the outside of your workplace or even on social media. Social media is just that social. It's for engaging, interacting with each other. Stop using social media to sell things directly. Stop selling on social media. I'm telling you right now, the quickest way to increase your sales is to stop actively selling things on social media. Instead, 
attract attention and give them a value proposition, what it is you're doing, and then answer questions, provide information, provide input, provide options, and find out how your consumer wants to purchase your item, your product or service. Find out how they want the transaction to go and then provide the transaction the way they want it. That is customer service that will then create sales opportunities for you. So stop selling. You wouldn't immediately walk up to someone on the street and try to sell them something in one second of meeting them. So stop doing it on social media as well. Think of it this way. The simplest way to sum up how to actually sell is the golden rule. Treat others as you would like to be treated. Be a human being. Your brand should represent the human beings involved. Your business is a collection of people, a collection of human beings. So act like human beings and treat the human beings that are buying your product or service like human beings. Treat them the way you would like to be treated. You don't want to be sold something. You don't want to be strong-armed on something. You don't want to be given something that you're not asking for or looking for. You want to be provided value. So provide value back to others by simply adhering to the golden rule. Simply treat people the way you wish to be treated. Some people call it servant leadership or a servant attitude of serving other people. Servant leadership, customer service, as you can see, it is in service of someone else providing service to them. Not selling something, providing service. If you provide the service of information, of options, of opportunities, of a transaction in the way they wish to have it, and in a way to repeat that. If you provide the opportunity to repeat it, the opportunity to sell once, sell again, it goes way up. And again, it goes into building a reputation and, and potentially having someone who refers other people. And then you begin into repeatable business, which is the most profitable form of business. We'll talk about that in a minute. So golden rule, servant leadership, customer service first, for satisfaction and loyalty. If your focus is satisfaction and loyalty, if your focus is on not just today's sale, but the repeatable business in the future, the predictable business of the future, what could become if you build a relationship with the person on the other end of the phone, on the other end of the other in-person conversation, on the other end of Twitter, on the other end of your website, etc. If you establish the potential for a relationship, then you have the potential for a longer play with repeat business, which again is more profitable. So service, satisfaction, and loyalty. These are the keys. If you focus on service, satisfaction, and loyalty, as customer service, the sale takes care of itself. The sale will happen because you've provided the opportunity to do so and you've built a relationship with the person you're transacting with. So we're not talking about selling burgers to a drive-thru. They're already in the drive-thru. They already know they want your burger. They order it. You, of course, provide customer service. Here you go. Here's your order. The way you expect it to be on time, the number of items you ask for. If I ask for no no pickles, no, no lettuce, do it that way. If I ask for no tomatoes, do it that way. If I want double cheese, please provide it that way. Provide information. It'll be extra cost or we're out of that or it might take an extra two minutes. That is customer service in the simplest form of a relationship or transaction. But that isn't sales. That's customer service. Sales, getting someone to say, I want it, I'm willing to pay for it, or I'm willing to do what it is that you're, you're asking me to do, is a customer service opportunity before and during. So before you, you create potential for loyalty, satisfaction, and a return 
business opportunity. During, during the process itself, if you have done step one, marketing correctly, if you understand your actual product or service offering, your value proposition, who your audience is, not wide, but extremely focused, which then you took that information, created a strategy, you put it into step two, advertising and communication. You let the world know who it is you are, what it is you do, your value proposition, who should be interested in your product or service, how they can obtain it. You've put the call to action out. Go here, do this, click here, purchase this, visit our store, visit our website, etc. If you have done all of that properly, the actual sales process is easy. It's just providing this customer service. So during the sales process, not focused on sale, but focused on customer service because you have already found the right target, you have the right consumer in front of you, you've given them the right message that connected, grabbed their attention and brought them into the process. You have presented yourself appropriately and correctly, and you attracted the person who is interested in how you do business and what it is you're offering. They already find the value in it. That's why they're here. Now the sale is easy. There's no reason to have sales techniques. There's no reason for offers. And let me go ask my manager and come back tomorrow for a 50% off. None of that is necessary. If you've attracted the right audience for the right reasons, you provided clearly information about your value proposition. And then all you have to do in the actual process, the during of the sale is listen to what they're asking answer questions, provide opportunities, give them the options they're looking for, meet the expectation set by your advertising. It's that simple. Sales, people think of sales too much and too complicated. It is simply meeting the expectation you set by your advertising. If your advertising is done correctly, if your marketing is done correctly. That's why we started with marketing. We came to advertising and communications second. That's why we're third in the customer service as a blanket over the sales process. So there's no reason to force a sale if you've done all that correctly. If you do force a sale, you know what's going to happen. Buyer's remorse. This is where the used car sales joke come into, into play. Is just trying to sell you something so that I can make my money today so I can get this hunk of junk off of my lot so that I can get this thing moved on before you realize if it's a value or not. Then means you'll never come back to do business with me again. I'll never sell anything to you again. That is a simple sales transaction that is not building business relationships that is not building sustainable repeatable business and i'll explain here in a minute why that is so important relationship building not selling and absolutely not closing not being a closer not the abc always be closing instead you heard me say this last week always be considering be focused on closing, be focused on what it is that your consumer is looking for, how they want it, and how you can offer it to them in a profitable way to you and still has value to them. That is the win-win of the scenario. Profitable for you, valuable for them. They, they find the value to be more than what they're paying for it. Thus, they'll, they'll buy it and they'll buy it again in the future. So all you have to do at this point in the customer service process is simply achieve what it is you've set out to do, which is customer service, which is meeting the expectations that you've set in your branding and in your business relationship process. Everything about how we do business together, all you need to do is meet those standards. Cross your T's, dot your I's, be thorough, be proper, be correct, and do it as your audience, your public wishes and wants you to. If you can do that, you're in a wonderful business relationship that can be become repeatable. 
This is where you also have the opportunity to do what's called value add. There is the basic thing, the product or service that someone buys, the expectation that they meet. You've met their expectation, but you can go a step further. You can go more. You can give more. You can add even more value, value added, by offering additional information, a different opportunity, additional ways to do things that are of value to them, the consumer, at zero additional cost or effort. So you give them options and opportunities to do things the way they wish that are solely beneficial to them, no extra economic value to you. Why would you do that? To build that satisfaction and loyalty. So value added, under promise, over deliver. It's that simple. If someone gets more than they expected and what they expected was already something they had that they found to be more valuable than they were paying for it, If they found it to be more valuable than they're paying for it, which was a good deal, so they said yes to the transaction, do you think they'll be happy when they get even more than they expected when they already were happy with the transaction? The short answer is yes, they will. Think about it. Put yourself in their shoes. If you're expecting X and you receive X, you'll be satisfied. You will think that is fantastic. If you receive X plus or plus plus, even if you don't take advantages of those pluses, the feeling of being treated like a human being and providing more value than expected is always going to create a positive impression of the brand, of the reputation of who they are, and if I want to do business with them again, or refer others to do business with them, which is a huge business tool. Under promise, over deliver. Don't sell today, sell for the future. Don't try to make a dime today when you can make a dollar tomorrow. Go long, play the big game, all of those cliches if you focus on customer service and not closing the sale. It's really that easy. If you've done your work right to the point, you've attracted the bright people for all the right reasons, you provide the value proposition as promised, expectations set, expectations met, you cover the actual transaction, cross your T's, dot your I's, you're thorough, you're complete, you treat them like a human being, how can you lose? How can you go wrong? If you focus on the people, if the people in the business Focus on the people, the consumers, the the people who support the business, the people who work with the business and around the business, the people that benefit from your business. If you treat them like people, if you act like people, if it's a human process and not a sales process, if it is just simply going through the actual conversion, the actual taking of the money and delivering of the product or service plus value, plus additional value, then that is always going to leave a positive impression on them, which then again goes back to what we referred to a few times, which is someone who first would do repeatable business with you, then refer others, and then at some point maybe even become a fan or a brand evangelist. So let's start right there at the beginning with repeatable business. Repeatable business is the most profitable form of business because you don't have the cost of the initial attraction. And all you have to do in repeatable business is simply do what it is you promise that you're going to do. If you tell people that you're going to sell tacos through the drive through window, all you have to do is deliver the taco as promised through the drive through window at the price with quality customer service. Doing what your business is set up to do creates the opportunity to do it again. That is basic elementary. It's not anything additional you have to do to gain their business again. So you don't have to spend money on attraction. You don't have the 
not knowing when the attraction is going to work. And at some point, repeatable business can become very sustainable business. It can become something that is something you can plan on, you can predict. And if it becomes predictable enough, if your customers come on a routine, whether it's because what you sell them is consumable or some other sort of relationship where it's time-based, where you can predict every day, every 30 days, every 60 days, every quarter, once a year, twice a year, etc. When you can become predictable to a point that is, is provable, then it becomes bankable. You literally can um, get loans against your receivables and other things. You can use sales predictions in order to know when to staff up, staff down, in order to cut costs, eliminate internal costs, which makes efficiency, which makes you more profitable. You can do all these things if first, you have a positive sales process. Second, you create the opportunity for it to be repeatable. Create loyalty. You meet the expectations above value-added plus-plus, now they, the repeatable business, if you can sustain that, simply do your job the way it's supposed to be done by paying attention to your details, cross your T's, dot your I's, then it becomes sustainable through predictability, dependability, and bankability. So repeat business is the best business you can have. That's why it's so important to forego a simple sale and focus on a long-term relationship building, transactional thought process, not sales, but customer service. If you're providing customer service, if you're always in the mode of providing customer service, the sales will happen. They'll be repeatable. They'll be sustainable. That then leads to them referring others to you. The most profitable way of doing business is repeat business with someone that you've already built a relationship with through advertising, through connection, through communication, through attraction, and then conversion. The second most profitable way is when they send someone else to your door so that you didn't spend any time or, or money or effort to attract them, but they got there. Again, all you have to do is live up to the expectations you have created for your business to do the transaction as their friend, the person who referred them, told them, you would ha- them it would happen. Live up to that expectation, provide value, plus... And again, you now have someone who can become a repeatable business. They become from a referral business to repeatable business, the most profitable form. So repeatable, referable, dependable, bankable. These are all the things that allow your business to be profitable. Profit is essential. So if you focus on people, if you pay attention to your process, if you deliver as expected, then you will exceed expectations and the likelihood of a positive outcome is extremely high. And you become, your business becomes sustainable, then you can invest, you can hire people, you can do all kinds of things, you can expand your product line, et cetera, based on those successes. Continuing to do what you do if it's customer service foc- focused and not just sales focused. Go long, play the big game, focus on customer service, not on sales. Sales will happen if you do all of the other things leading up to this in the right way for the right reasons. So it's that that, that easy, folks. It really is. Uh, Ultimately, the last step is your consumer is not just a repeatable consumer. Your 
your customer is not just someone who's referring other people or putting their reputation on the line to tell people that you they should be doing business with you, which is an amazing sales tool. It's better than any advertisement you can ever purchase. But finally, someone who becomes an actual brand ambassador, someone who will stake their reputation, will go out of their way to drive business to you because you have gone above and beyond to meet their expectations. Your value added is plus, plus, plus because you are rock solid every time because your customer service is superior because you've done everything right. You've met every expectation and then some gone past it in the way they like to do business. They're willing to put their reputation on the line. They're willing to put effort into selling for you. These are called brand ambassadors, sometimes called brand evangelists. I like the word ambassador a little bit better in 2022, but ultimately with when a customer, a consumer, when someone who you've done business with in the past, sometimes employees, walk someone in the front door and tell them they would be crazy to not make the business transaction, you can't lose. And again, all you have to do is do your job, run your business, make the transaction the way you're built to do so. That's simple. The best selling tool on the planet is someone you trust, someone similar to yourself, that you trust their opinion, who has put their money behind your product or service, saying you should go put your money behind that product or service. You cannot beat that. You can't create an advertising or conversion process tool that works better than that. That should be the focus and goal for every aspect of your customer service through the sales process, thought, action, and process. Too many words for process there. So that's how that's how this all works. That's how you replace sales with customer service. That's how customer service comes before, during, and after sales. That's how sales and ultimately customer service fit into the attraction we gained through advertising, public relations, and other communications, which was driven and informed and established through the strategy of marketing. Step one, step two, step three. Next week will be step four. The often misunderstood, misconstrued, and definitely underutilized term business development. It means something different to absolutely everyone. So I'm going to explain what it means to me. Then we're going to get past the definition and talk about how building things within your business, building systems, building processes, and building upon the three steps we've already talked about, marketing, communication, and sales, benefits your business internally, externally, effectiveness, efficiency, etc. So business development next week will be step four. Make sure you listen to the podcast each and every week. You know, you can find it on an Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Stream, subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment. We really appreciate that. And, of course, let's interact on social media as well. Hit me up Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, not on TikTok, but on those channels. Let me know what you think. If you agree, disagree, you want some input, you want uh, to suggest some ideas for a future episode of the Saturday Morning Hustle. Share with a friend, too. Prefer, be a brand evangelist. Tell someone else about the Saturday Morning Hustle brand. I would appreciate that very much. Make sure you get your swag, Saturday Morning Hustle Entrepreneur AF, coffee and donut swag in the swag store. That link is wherever you found this podcast or at SaturdayMorningHustle.com with all past episodes and social media posts as well. So make sure you follow on all the social medias. Don't miss the bonus episode, the balance series, the bonus episode, the last Monday of every month. The current episode is balancing collaboration versus leadership, charismatic leadership versus ignoring the haters, not giving a, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you check out that 
podcast as well. That one's been up for a couple weeks. There'll be another one at the end of this month. But it's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. It's Saturday morning hustle. We are outworking the competition because being the next big thing does not happen 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. See you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams. I'm not going